us move closer to this dream and recognize that quitting is not about you. It, it, quitting is more, I hear an echo now of a sudden my ear, sorry guys. Recognize that quitting is more about who you are than Okay, for some reason, I'm not hearing anything from the podcast in my ears now. But anyway, I'm just going to keep going. I hope you can hear me. Um, so uh, we, uh, we are looking at why some people get their dreams and some people don't. And I love the title of um, the, the first thing. But before we get to that, President Woodrow Wilson offered the importance of dreams. He said, grow by dreams. All big individuals are dreamers. They see things in the soft haze of a spring day or in the red fire on a long winter's evening. Some of us let those great dreams die, but others nourish and protect them nourish them through the bad days until they bring them to the sunshine and light, which comes always to those who sincerely hope that their dreams will come true. And, you know, my question to all of you and to myself as well, how do we nourish those dreams? We have to keep working. We have to keep striving. We have to keep moving closer to our dreams. And while doing that, we have to keep in mind several things. And the first one of those is that to move closer to your dream, recognize that quitting is more about who you are than where you are. So difficulty when you're heading to your dreams is inevitable. And when someone's fails, they will often blame the forces around them for why it went wrong. They blame circumstances. Something unexpected happened. Someone let them down. But everyone has things happen to them in their lives. And the reality is that external things do not stop people from realizing their dreams. It's their internal talk that stops them. They pretend... Uh, they pretend that people, things, situations outside themselves are to blame for their failures. But in reality, it is us who is to blame. People who succeed do not have an easier path than those who don't. Making excuses will not help you. Leonardo da Vinci said, obstacles cannot crush me. Every obstacle yields to stern resolve. He who is fixed on a star does not change his mind. And your mind must be tenacious. It must fix on the dream and not let it go. The only guarantee of failure is to stop trying. There are no insurmountable barriers except our lack of persistence. And the story from the time of Alexander Great maybe puts this into a bit more perspective. A soldier was court-martialed before Alexander the Great. Feeling the verdict was unjust, the soldier asked to appeal it. 
the conqueror informed the soldier there was no one higher than him to whom he could plead his case. In that case, the soldier replied, I appeal my case from Alexander the Small to Alexander the Great. And I think that is such a clever way of approaching something because inside all of us, there's a little self and there's a greater self. And to be always able to go um, with our greater self takes a lot of effort. The lower self leads us to defeat. The greater self leads us to victory. Our minds and our character will determine which wins. You need grit to stick with the greater self. Maxwell gives us some examples. Our lower self says, it's taking too long to realize your dream. The greater self says, dreams are realized one day at a time. And if you were to look in the diary of Christopher Columbus, who sailed across oceans where people had never been before, and you saw in his diary the phrase, this day we sailed on, you might think every day was rosy. But of course, there were mutinies, there was um, illness, there, was, there were problems on the ship all the time. But he, but in this situation, our lower self says, enough is enough. You've taken enough hits. Our greater self says, I've come too far to give up now. And the writer E. Jensen uh, said, Perseverance is essential to achieve your dreams. You need to be keep going even after other people have told you to quit. The, our lower self says, you don't have the strength to hold on to your dream. Our greater self says, hold on a little longer. The darkest hour is just before the dawn. There are so many situations that we are faced with in our MLM that would lead us to go with the lower self. I know someone called Melanie Miller, and she says her lower self said, it's not fair that I'm an Anglo in Quebec. How can I be expected to reach people? Her greater self says, there must be a way to reach the whole of Canada, and I'm going to find it. So remember the image of the diamond miner who gives up just before he hits the diamonds. You do not want to be that person. You want to be the one who keeps going a little longer and finds the diamonds. The only thing we can do in situations where it just seems too tough is to keep going. It is only you that is actually going to stop you. So I'm gonna pass over now to Mary Pierre who's going to uh, talk to us about some pointers for that situation. Yes, thank you, Melanie. So you have to understand exactly what is the higher self and the lower self. So just to give you some idea to recognize the higher self versus the lower self. So the higher self is eternal. The lower self is temporary. The higher self is who you really are. The lower self is who you think you are. The higher self craves for inner peace. 
The lower self will crave for attention, adoration, and achievement. The higher self says life is about we. The lower self says life is about me. The higher self is always grateful. The lower self is always demanding and never truly happy. So it gives you an idea where we're going with that. So I will put all the documents on the group Emiliana de Diamant Inspirational Group. So if you want to read more about it, I have now 11 pages <laughs> of documentation about this. So I, I really love to do some research in the morning. Okay, so now we have to understand that we want to master our lower self. So why? Because yes, the, we always say that our brain is a, a great servant, but a terrible master. But the part of the brain is that ego, is the lower self that we want to talk about in this. So yes, we want to master our lower self so we can uh, really um, let the place for our higher self. So there's five ways to master your lower self. So number one is awareness. So the first and probably the most important step to mastering your lower self is awareness. So being aware of the fact that you have an ego, so you have a lower self, and that you are your higher self. So it will create a definite shift in your life. It allows you to identify when the ego is trying to exert its dominance, and it allows you to go deep within to find answer and guidance straight from your higher self. So when you are aware of the ego and its intention demand, then you will know when it kicks in and you will also be able to stop yourself before you get carried away. So there's a great little trick that comes from the book, The Secret. She says that in the few times a day, just close your eyes and ask yourself, am I aware? Am I conscious? So those two questions will instantaneously connect you with your higher self to bring you back in the present moment. Number two, it's silence. Yes, because higher self loves silence. Your ego hates <laughs> hate silence. So it is in the silence that your higher self finds its voice. The ego-driven individual will always have some sort of conversation going on. They are afraid of being quiet with themselves. So this fear comes from the ego because it does not want be, to be replaced by the higher self whose superior voice will become apparent when you find quiet time by yourself. So do you have quiet time in your day? Every day. Every day. <laughs> so I know from Maria, she said this morning, I always do my nap. Even maybe I don't sleep, but I will have some quiet time every day. In your car, are you the kind of person who has the, the music out loud, woohoo, that everyone around can hear your music, or is it quiet in your car? So you need silence if you, have, you uh, want to hear about your higher self. Number three is give, share, and contribute. Because your lower self is upset with itself. It's all about me from the perspective of the ego. So being in service to others is the fastest and most powerful way to dull down the ego's voice inside you. So it's no coincidence that the most successful people in the world are those who find a way to serve the most amount of people in the most impactful way. So your life energy wants to expand. It wants to be given a way to be shared and contribute to. So the more you give it away, 
the bigger the vacuum it creates and the more it can regenerate and expand. Number four, it's acceptance. So the first thing you need to accept is that yes, you have an ego. It's not your enemy and it's not there to drag you down. So think of your ego as a two years old mini you, only interested in itself, what it wants and has no concept of anything or anyone outside itself. So when the ego demands something, it's really that two years old wanting it now, no matter how it affects or impacts anyone else. So accept the fact that your ego is part of who you are and there is nothing wrong with it as long as you make sure that the adult is in charge. The adult here is your higher self. So to love and accept yourself with all your apparent flaws in, is also really important. It is the lower self that cares deeply about your apparent flaw and it will constantly remind you of them and make sure that you feel inadequate because of it. So remember to tell yourself, I love and accept myself unconditionally. And number five is learn, grow and expand your consciousness. So when your consciousness expands, it can never contract. So growing spiritually, allow your higher self to become more prominent because once your consciousness expands, it simply cannot contract again. So we often say that learning opens the mind and this is true on different levels. So when you learn more about yourself, your existence, and when you contemplate these things deeply in your mind, it will open up to new ideas. So when you are being rigid, critical, and argumentative, it's often the result of a lack of knowledge. So mastering your lower self will require you to let go of your attachment, let go of everything you think you know, and be open to different opinions without judgment. So listen to others, learn from everyone, and allow your consciousness to expand and let your higher self guide you to your truth. So make sure that yes, you're not being rigid, that you know that you don't know everything, but you can learn everything from others. So I hope with those five points, it gives you an idea how to master it. Because remember, your mind is an excellent servant, but a, a not a really good master unless it's your higher self.